0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Tuesday, September 29th, and these are the top stories the Chi Chi team is watching right now. The secret recordings of the grand jury in the case of Brianna Taylor are officially going to be made public. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron finally somewhat came to his senses after an unnamed grand juror filed a motion to release the transcript so that, quote, the truth may prevail. None of the police officers were charged in the death of 26-year-old Taylor. The juror's attorney said that even though the jury is supposed to be a secretive body, quote, The full story and absolute truth of how this matter was handled from beginning to end is now an issue of great public interest and has become a large part of the discussion of public trust throughout the country. The juror's lawsuit accuses the attorney general of being negligent in answering questions in regards to the charges. The motion says he, quote, attempted to make it very clear that the grand jury alone made the decision on who and what to charge based solely on the evidence presented. Using the grand jury as a shield to deflect accountability and responsibility only sows more seeds of doubt in the process. The recordings from the grand jury process are said to be released Wednesday. This is just grimy. The White House reportedly pressured the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to produce more evidence to send kids and teachers back to school in person amid the raging coronavirus pandemic and before November's presidential election. Of course, those reasons had to be in line with the Trump administration's agenda. One member of Vice President Mike Pence's staff claims that she was repeatedly asked to instruct the CDC to write more reports that showed a decline in virus cases among young people. The staff member said she regretted being complicit in the effort and left the White House in August. Recent data shows that hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19 have increased at a faster rate in children and teens than among the general public. One coronavirus tracking project has reported at least 30,000 cases in U.S. schools since the school year began. Despite claims of prioritizing worker safety, Amazon has reportedly put its employees at risk over and over again. Reveal News says that the company has, quote, profoundly misled the public and lawmakers about its worker safety record. The e-commerce conglomerate has refused to lower production rate quotas that quadrupled even when warehouse clinics recorded higher injury rates after implementing robotic fulfillment centers. A former Occupational Safety and Health Administration medical officer who inspected Amazon warehouses said that whenever robots are involved, quote, that are moving product faster and workers have to then lift or move those products faster, there will be increased injuries. Prime Day and Cyber Monday tend to be particularly jarring with the amount of injuries reported. How did this dude keep getting rehired? A Georgia corrections officer has reportedly been fired after calling a black inmate on suicide watch a, quote, crazy N-word. This is the third time that Officer Gregory Hubert Brown has been fired from a job at a correctional facility within the last 10 years. In 2010, he was terminated for threatening a fellow officer with violence and pushing them. In 2012, he was fired from a jail for locking fellow officers into cells with inmates. In his latest termination, the sheriff's office did not provide much detail on the matter, but they did mention that Brown was placed on administrative leave and said he would be fired within three days. Remember The Apprentice? The so-called reality show that allowed Donald Trump to play a self-made, powerful billionaire for the whole country to see? Well, in the second act of its release of bombshell reports on the president's tax records, the New York Times has revealed how the show actually saved Trump from financial ruin. Months after the first episode aired on NBC back in 2004, Trump filed an individual tax return reporting nearly $90 million in net losses from the prior year. Meanwhile, on the show was portraying himself as a business genius, by the way. Later returns indicate that Trump earned a little under $200 million directly from The Apprentice over the course of 16 years, plus an additional $230 million from his renewed fame. But that income of the business genius went to a steep decline in 2011 after accruing hundreds of millions of dollars in debt. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.